Hi, this is Lewis. Hello, everyone. This is Aldo. Welcome to the recruitment show. Today, we're joined by Alice Law, who is the founder of Lawali Life, and she focuses on helping people manage stress and energy levels. We uh, we had a great conversation with her, and we covered work stress, how to prevent it, and what you can do to put mechanisms in place to manage your stress and keep your energy high. Alice, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. Pleasure. It's the first time me and Aldo have ever had a guest. Well, so I feel welcome. very special. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so we were really interested to speak about stress at work. And we've spoken about it a lot in the office recently and a lot to candidates and clients. So we should hear your perspective on what causes stress at work. Yeah, I think uh, there's three main reasons, really. It's One is pressures that you either have from you know wanting to earn more money or the you know deadlines that are imposed by you know your colleagues or your boss and trying to meet expectations the other is people <laughs> you'd be surprised how many people say my boss causes me so much stress or you know my colleague I just need to get rid of this assistant or this person so that comes down to you know like emotional intelligence and if you can interact with people in a way that it's going to cause you less stress or them less stress and then the last thing for me is still just presence in the way that we don't switch off and in this day you're expected to be available 24-7 and that causes so much more stress than it did in the olden days. So people blaming external factors for their stress? Well, yeah, stress is always a stressor as they say so that is an external factor and then your your stress is a reaction so you have to change your reaction to sort of adapt to whatever stressor is happening in your life. It's not to say that the stressor isn't stressful because there are obviously huge stressors like meeting expectations of finance family problems anything can happen but it is your reaction that you have to change so it's really it's you deciding how you do with a certain scenario yeah exactly i mean for example it's it's like say if you know you're coming in and having a really horrible time with a colleague you could come in every day and think right my perspective my perspective on this is i hate this person i don't like coming to work they're causing me a lot of stress or you could have to switch it off change your mindset and think okay why is this person acting this way what's going on in their life that's causing them to react to me this way and try and work your way around that so that it's not personal attack it's basically all about perception really and the mindset as well right how do you uh, you know uh, take on your day since early in the morning and your attitude towards other people it is such a mindset switch you know if you if you i'm such a big believer in the power of intention so with your mindset how you set the intention for your day this has a huge effect on your subconscious for the rest of the day so it's I think scientists have now said we're literally running off, I think it's like 92% of our brain is subconscious thinking. So you really don't really have that much, you know, control over sex. You have control, but as in, in what you're programming yourself all day and being fed is your past subconscious and what you've already put into it. So if you're going in and saying, I set the intention today that I'm going to have a really peaceful day, I'm going to have a really positive outlook with everyone I'm interacting with at the office and that's my intention for the day your subconscious will actively try and do that for you all day and you find your reactions as sort of they're lessened in a way if that makes a sense classic, a classic example is the tube you have to <laughs> find people so like tubes and trains are always late right yeah and then you see people that come in the office and their trains be late and they're like oh they're in this negative thinking spiral that oh my god the train's late it's been delayed I've come in, I'm late, and then they have the worst day ever. Yeah. They've talked themselves into this bad day. And, and we've done, we did quite a bit of work with a sports psychologist recently. And, and when you realise you're going into this thinking, negative thinking spiral, you can just, you can pull yourself up quite easily. 
Yeah, it is like about taking a pause, you know, like five seconds. Like, how is this actually going to affect my day? Could I use this delay to, you know, read a book or (laughs) listen to a podcast or enjoy my morning a bit more? Yes, because there's nothing I can do about it. And what do you think we can do to prevent or reduce this uh, level of stress? I'm a huge, huge, huge fan of morning routine. Like you just said, if someone comes in and their whole day is upset by their morning, then it affects your whole day and it's a knock-on effect. So it's about taking control of your morning and yourself at the very, very beginning, whether it's just for 10 minutes, because everyone does have 10 minutes. I know everyone will say, it's such so busy, I don't want to get up an hour early, and that's fine. <laughs> but everyone has 10 minutes. And so if you can set up a morning routine for your mind which is, you know, consisting of five minutes of um, meditation, for example. And that doesn't have to be, you know, far-fetched sort of Gandhi-style Yoda. It's just mindfulness and breathing um, guided in any way on an app. And then gratitude, because that will set you up for such a happy day. Definitely. What sort of, for example... So there's, like, different levels of gratitude. You have, like, your basic of just, you know, um, what's going on around you, which is, like, I'm grateful for my coffee, (laughs) I'm grateful for a shower. Then it's, like, your personal gratitude, which is, um, you know, I'm grateful for my family, my friends, my health, all the the sort of personal relationships, things you can think of. And then there's future gratitude, where you actually think of things you want to bring into your life and you're grateful for them in, you know, beforehand. Yeah. I love that. And you do that every, is that your... I do it every day. I do gratitude, meditation, I journal for five minutes, ten minutes in the morning just to mind dump because mm-hmm. it gets rid of like anxiety, stress in the morning mm-hmm. and all the little things that are whizzing around in your head at night. Uh, like, you know, the meeting you've forgotten to schedule or whatever. And then I also do um, intention, like I said, setting mm-hmm. my intention for the day. And if I'm feeling really... Uh, like I want to stretch it out I do affirmations oh we do yeah affirmations are fantastic do you keep your affirmations regularly updated yeah I like to change them because I think it's like good to see where you want to go And I mean do you guys update your affirmations or not as, definitely not as much as I should so at the beginning of the year me and Aldo sit down and we decide um, what our affirmations are going to be so let's say January 2021 uh, we've opened our New York office and it's been going amazingly whatever it might be and we probably don't really look, go back at look at them again for a while. Or yeah. how often do you uh, update your affirmations? Like every month. Every month. Yeah. Well, it depends if it's changed a bit, but some of them are emotional, so it's something you want to keep emotionally that wouldn't need updating. You know, like I'm, mm-hmm. I'm calm or I'm happy or whatever. But if it's like a goal, for example, yeah. then I'll update it. But that's when it comes to, uh, it's like that whole thing, affirmations are amazing because your mind says yes to everything that you put into it. Yeah, yeah. So if you're affirming the good, then it's like, yes, done. <laughs> yeah, no, I love them. I love and you them. attract them, it's fantastic. Yeah. And do you, do you find that, that certain people are more susceptible to being affected by things and becoming stressful? Yeah, I think, I mean, there's, you know, I'm, for example, there's, people can be empaths and more sensitive to emotions and some people are born more emotionally aware and intelligent. That's not even just because of environment, it's just a sensitivity energy wise, Mm -hmm. Um, whereas some people are more like logic, logic. But that's why I think you need to practice both. I'm such a big believer in like mind and emotions, because if you are super logical, you need to practice your emotional intelligence to get by, I think, to be successful in life because it's all based mm-hmm. on relationships. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And do you think, um, I've been trying a bit of uh, hypnotherapy in the, in the evening, but actually you've uh, go through an app, which is fantastic because it's programmed to tackle specific areas. Um, 
but again you are working with your subconscious because you you literally relax and you're in a comfort zone when you just listen to these positive messages what do you think about these kind of things i think they're amazing i've only tried hypnotherapy once but i did like it i think it's cool to kind of digress and work out why that's happening for you because of your subconscious has been programmed and you don't know why or what event it was i mean there's different types the type i did was that regressive i don't know what type What type did you do? Sort of. So it's kind of a reprogramming your your mindset. So it's almost like positive yes. thinking hypnotherapy. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. But it's uh, done by um, psychologists, and then you know it does tackle specific areas, and uh, it's very well you know w uh, very well structured. It's quite hard to reprogram yourself. Your parents probably like trained you in some strange, weird way, and then when you get old, later on in life, all we're trying to do is unlearn. Or the bad things that our parents have probably programmed into us. Yeah, 100%. It's like art of unlearning. It's just, yeah. Um, yeah. it's like you will, you will have a belief system and your belief systems are from something your dad might have said to you when you were three and you then hold on to that forever and then that affects your later life. So it's all about self-awareness and understanding mm -hmm. what your beliefs are. And so what advice would you give for someone who does suffer from stress, have a serious, serious problem with that? Are there any certain coping mechanisms or things that could, they could start to implement? Morning routine, I would say do straight away because yeah. that really just does yeah, work wonders for how your day goes. But then other things for me is using your technology to your advantage. So I would say to like, you know, a client, if you can't, you know, I'm really busy. I can't do this. I can't do that. I've got this meeting and that meeting. Okay. So I've given you a technique for five minutes to breathe diaphragmatically. Then put a labeled alarm on your phone four times a day so you remember how to breathe we go around so stressed and are breathing through our chest and then you don't get blood flow and everything and our organs shut down and that kind of thing so diaphragmatic breathing which is when you're just breathing literally through your stomach instead of shallowly through your chest put a labeled alarm on your phone to do that five times a day around work you need to sort of schedule your your thing for stress so there's something called eat that frog where you tackle the hardest thing of your day at the very beginning So then mm -hmm. you're more likely to be confident and less stressed for the rest of the day because you've already done the worst. And then again, making sure you do breaks throughout the day, like just for five, the amount of people that just sit in the office all day. And what's so sad is that people think they're going to be more productive when they're not. You're actually 31% more productive when you're happy and calm. And what's going to make you happy through the day? If it's going for a walk, go for a walk. If it's, you know, going to call someone you like at lunch, a friend, whatever, you know, just have a different interaction, change your environment. And in the, in the office anyway, I largely believe in that. And meditation. I just, I can't advocate that Dream enough. Day. Yeah, even for five minutes. It does make a difference, right? Such a difference. And there's something called a smile meditation. Yeah. If you're feeling really stressed, you just close your eyes, or you can even do it with your eyes open, and smile for... Um, two minutes, put a timer on, and your brain is tricked into releasing dopamine and all the happy hormones that it would if you were smiling normally. So you instantly feel happier. Yeah. Well, very interesting. And how do you think we shift um, our mindset? How we could, you know, achieve that? That's all about like perspective, like mm -hmm. I said. So it's about noticing when you are feeling stressed, taking a pause and asking yourself different questions. So if you are super stressed about something, taking a step back and saying, is this going to affect me in an hour, a day, a week, a month? If it isn't, you know, then really learning to let go because there's nothing you can really do about it. And then the other side is if it is, then you need to ask yourself a different question of what can I do? What's within my power to change the situation? 
and then work that out and do that. And then you need to ask yourself, what do I need to let go of that I can't change about the situation? So it really is just reframing how you view it. You just said them done. Yeah, it is practice. <laughs> it's, 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 a, it's rewiring your synapses. You know, what you practice gets stronger, good or bad. Definitely. No, that's true. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming in. You're so welcome. How, so can, uh, how can people find you? Uh, you can find me on my website, www.lawali-life.com uh, or Instagram as well. Thank you very much. Thank, Thank you. Thank you so much.